PKN473, new middleweight world champion, huh, boys? Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. It is the it is one of the <laughs> biggest upsets in UFC history. It is Agreed. it is top three men's upsets of all time without any discussion at all. Like like, like you got Matt Sarah t- taking out GSP, and you've got um, I'm talking about title fights. Yeah. And uh, and there's one more that doesn't come to me right now. Obviously, Ronda taking out uh, or Holly taking out Ronda and Amanda Nunez uh, losing to uh, Asparza, whoever it was, a uh, 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 last mm-hmm. year or earlier in this year, perhaps. Was that Crazy O'Malley didn't guy? See him coming. He was a upset, right? The O'Malley guy might be the product of some sort of black magic slash tomfoolery with the judges. I don't know how he keeps winning. <laughs> okay. He is also a champion. But what we got to talk about the middleweight champion of the world, Sean Strickland, the least politically man in the sports arena possibly today. The man who just talks about, like, we've got to get politicians, serious politicians, who will take women's right to vote away from them. They're ruining <laughs> us. You know, like, like, that's his style. And he was, I saw Israel Asanya was like a plus 650 favorite at one point. Um, like, like the money just on Strickland, if you're betting on Strickland to win, was like four and a half to one, five to one at closing. So at times it was way better. Yeah. Uh, Early crazy. in the fight, they had that stat where it's like, Someone bet two hundred and twenty-five thousand on Israel Adesanya, and the payout is only thirty-one grand or something mm. like that. Oh my gosh! And throughout well, the fight, it was just like the numbers kept changing. I was like, "Oh my god, I, I picked a good one to watch." Sean Strickland did not think he was going to win this fight. He, yep. he talked about it thoroughly. He's like, "Ah, I'll just do the best I can," you know. Uh, like, <laughs> well, what are you gonna do about this and the other? Because he does all those things well. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Here we go, though. <laughs> he dominated uh, the entire fight. He lost round two, but it was very close, and it wasn't like no one got hurt. He never got hurt. His fate was his face was pristine. Israel Adesanya, who's known to be this counter-striking, elusive, hard to strike, control you with mm-hmm. my super long distance. A guy with maybe seven inches of reach advantage. Sean Strickland, what he did was he didn't care that he was going to get hit. Paulo Costa, big superhero man. He was scared. He didn't want to get hit in his Jacked. pretty face. Mm-hmm. Yoel Romero, giant Cuban. Circus freak that they might have made with Soviet technology, and I'm not even making a joke. Look it up. Cold War era shit. <laughs> okay, Cold War Mr. era Jones. shit. He hails from that time me. period and from and from a Cuban country, and he doesn't look real. He was He's scared a Soviet to get experiment, hit. boys. He's scared to get hit. He wouldn't walk into Israel Adesanya's range because he knew he was going to get that pop pop. He didn't want mm-hmm. those little touchy punches. He, he, was, he didn't want his nose to bleed. As our man said, "Here I come." Uh, you hit me a little. All right. And he just kept fighting down, kept walking forward, cutting him off, and Israel Adesanya couldn't deal with it. And eventually he caught him with that fucking cross, that right, and decked him. And then he went off, he mauled him against the fence, and Israel was done for the rest of the fight. He'd have probably quit right then if he could, because the rest of the fight, he's just in survival mode, getting bullied, getting pushed around. As the fight is ending, the last 10 seconds, Sean is walking him down, screaming at him. Come on, China man. Come on, China man. Screaming at him. And Israel is defeated, looks scared, backing that, away. When when it ends, when they blow the fucking horn or whatever, usually both fighters put their hands up and sort of put on a show for won. the judges. Yeah. They say it matters. Sometimes maybe you, hey, he looks like he's, he yeah, thinks he won. Maybe he did. Uh-uh. Our man was, yeah! He knew he won. Israel's just defeated over there. The whole thing was so That beautiful. thing you said about the end of the fifth is what got me the most, right? So Israel Adesanya is thought to be the second greatest fighter in that weight class ever, I think. Joe Rogan says he's the best, but I, I put him mm-hmm. behind Silva. And um, uh, he's losing his title, right? It's over. He's not about to get an immediate rematch. He already used that chip up. So that shit, uh, maybe Cal disagrees. I, I, 
anyway, he's losing his title. He's fucked. He's in the last round. He, everyone watching this fight, including the two fighters and every coach, is certain beyond a shadow of a doubt. Israel needs a knockout in the fifth if he's going to steal this you know, from the jaws of defeat. And he's walking him down. He's saying, come on, China, man. And what does Israel do? He walks backwards. He's walking he backwards like he did all night. Like he doesn't want to, like he just doesn't want the smoke. He don't want to get hit either all of a sudden. Yeah. It turned out that Israel also hates getting hit in the face. But you know what? I'm not a fan. I would hate I it. I mean, most people aren't. I think Sean Strickland doesn't mind it so much. Some of my worst <laughs> days involved getting punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't John think Strickland you could, you could tell how Australia. much Sean Strickland likes being punched in the face based on that fight. Like I was talking to to mm. friends I was with watching and like kind of just doing like fact finding questions. I'm like, all right, like in the middle of the third round, I'm like, guys, there has to be like, there's a score thing because Adesanya hasn't taken us forward step the entire time. And they were like, mm -hmm. I get why you say that, but it gets a little spooky up in there with the scoring. And so it could still be Adesanya. And then like almost on cue, that coach came in and was like, we're not trying to win some fucking point fest bullshit. Stay on and beat the shit out of them. You're barely winning. <laughs> like, and you could see like Strickland, like, uh -huh, uh -huh, I got to keep doing it. Like, I, I, I didn't know that you could win a fight like that. Cause I, I've always heard that leg kicks were just are the most brutal, horrible thing in the world, even though they don't look that bad. Mm -hmm. And that this guy was Mr. Leg Kick. And I saw him like miss so many kicks just by Strickland, just like doing a little jump back. And then mm -hmm. Adesanya is like out of position. And I, I, I knew enough to see he was out of position there. Like th it was it was cool to see. Apparently, the UFC people online were like, uh, he just beat the shit out of the best counter striker in the league by doing traditional boxing. Yes. And like using See, his that's shoulders why, to protect that's himself. That's why they say that like, like, like styles make fights because Sean can't do that to everyone because there's a lot mm -hmm. of guys who will just wrestle with him. They'll, they'll pick him up and they'll, and they'll contest that or, or they'll, just, they'll just nullify it in one other way. But Israel doesn't have those tools. He's not going to, he can't wrestle with, not offensively. He doesn't have offensive wrestling. He's great yeah. defensive wrestling. He's, but he's like a kickboxer. I, I remember when he fought Yoel Romero, who was, again, a medical experiment to make a Cuban <laughs> super soldier or wrestler for the Olympics or something. Soldier. He's like Project Walrus Man for real. They made him, <laughs> and that guy took him down maybe once. You know, it, it like like he's hard to take down. And everyone was like, "Yeah, that's the only way Sean Strickland can win. He's got to out wrestle Israel Adesanya." It's like really, he's got to throw this guy to the ground and beat him so, so severely that that's the win every round. No, but somehow he did a different thing. He just outboxed the kickboxing master yeah. and now that loss that he took earlier in the year when he stepped up and fought Pereira Zach will you please pretty please find a picture of Sean Strickland standing next to Alex Pereira Pereira is spelled like P-E-R-E-I-R-A Pereira um, and um, but they pronounce it weird because they're you know got introduced to English Born. late yeah <laughs> I did um, and he trained him for that fight didn't he Pereira mm -hmm. Pereira yes. That guy, and that's a meme in its own right. That guy has stalked Israel. Look at this. Oh my gosh. Same. Okay, so they fought each other. It was close. How? Big man, <clears throat> because it's the same. That's the other thing. Israel lost one and won one against the guy on the left. They all fought in the same weight class. The guy, I guess he the was, guy on the left isn't training to cut right now. He looks huge. 
what what do you think he cuts his fucking shins <laughs> i don't know I, he, he's a he's, he's, he's he takes his head off for way the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> he unscrews his head off he's just shockingly bigger than John Strickland. shockingly bigger was i i had a bad vibe about it because during the uh cut he was doing poorly. There's an interview where they asked him to do an interview. This is maybe the day before the fight. And he's like, or two days, whatever. Like this, if people don't know, you fight at 185. But if it's not a championship, they give you a pound leeway. So mm -hmm. it's basically the 186 pound division. And um, when you cut to make 186, cutting to make 185 is for some reason like twice as hard. And he was interviewing. He could barely string his sentences together. He couldn't hold a thought. He couldn't concentrate. You'd ask him a question, and he didn't seem to like hear you or, or focus long enough. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm. He's like that barely extra pound. That extra <laughs> pound matters. I, I'm sorry. And then Daniel yeah. Cormier, seasoned fighter, had terrible weight cuts himself. Recognize all all the symptoms. He's like, hey, you know, Sean, we're gonna cut. We're gonna let you go rest and recuperate. You know, get some hydration <laughs> in you. And you, Sean, you know, he's like, cut the fucking feet of his feet and let him find a doctor. Holy shit, he's the main <laughs> event. Let him go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got some juice in that motherfucker. He did not seem well. I saw the same thing. Dude, I I didn't want to watch the fight. I would watch the fight alone because I didn't want to be in the group of guys when they, if any of them cheered for Israel, that was going to hurt me. And if they, when they were, I don't need someone to voice just how badly my guy is losing either because I'm absorbing it anyway. Oh, my God. Kyle, 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 do you see? Do you see, Kyle? Your guy. Look, 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 Kyle, your guy. He's getting shit. He's got him. Why aren't you looking? What are you? Oh, you got something in your eye. Oh, it's really running there, huh? <laughs> Dude, leave me a fuck alone. Let me take this loss. And uh, mm. so I went off on my own. So I, I watched that shit by myself, cheering my ass off. Just, Dude, uh, in disbelief. The, yeah. I. So I don't hate Israel as much as Kyle does, and I don't love Strickland as much as Taylor does. I was a little more neutral on the fight. Mm -hmm. I'll admit I've gotten like Israel liking anime and being from the internet and stuff. That shit wore off on me three years ago, right? The like my love for him has the faded. Sellout stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, but Strickland's routine aged on me really quickly. Like, oh, I get it. You say wacky things. You're basically a walking PKA. I, whatever. Um, like, it, it didn't it didn't work for me. But uh, so I was a little neutral on the fight. But as I'm watching Strickland win, I kind of wanted to see it. I kind of wanted some fresh blood. Plus, Israel's cleaned out the whole fucking division. Who do you want to see mean. Israel out of Sanya fight? Who who hasn't he beaten yet? It's I want to see John Jones smoke him. Like, that's what oh, I really want to see. Sure. It, um, for non UFC fans, they weigh they fight in different weight classes. Kyle knows that, time. but he just liked to see the fight. And um, uh, so anyway, uh, I was ready for some new blood, and, and the whole time I'm like, "Can Chicklin really do this? He's a huge underdog." I get that we're like deep in the third or into the fourth, but I'm still not convinced that he can win this. Yeah. I, I just kept mm -hmm. not I, thinking Good. that he was Israel was going to turn this around. I kept thinking that at some point the guy who's been in fourth and fifth round fights 18 times in a row, I think it is. Maybe wow. 19. It's something okay. crazy. It's like championship fights in a row. I'm probably wrong about that. It's a bunch. Israel or Strickland? Israel, because he's Israel. been the champion forever. Oh, okay. And then when he's not the champion, he's, tr he's trying to beat the champion. So you end up with, with him trying to beat champions like four times because he took the belt and then he's lost it and took it. And then he stepped up to so three different times. And then all of his title defense and add all that together. 
and you get a lot of fucking five round fights that he's fought. Strickland, not so much because you, you know, five round is either main event stuff or title fights. Usually you fight three. It's a big fucking difference. It didn't matter. Strickland was the one yeah. with all the gas. Strickland was yelling. You don't yeah. yell if you if you're winded. Jeez. You know, you you breathe through your mouth and you try. <laughs> He's got enough wind to call this yeah. guy a fucking cocksucker at the end, and and that was beautiful to me. <laughs> uh, I don't like Israel for just so many reasons. I just hate him. Mm -hmm. I just hate looking at him. I, I really hate his style. I like I hate his whole shtick. I don't really love Sean O'Malley's shtick either. I don't like that goofiness. Like he he knows he's a, a poser himself. I remember one time, and it's whatever. It's it's kind of funny, but he's wearing two ridiculous watches that he doesn't own at the mm -hmm. press conference. And they're like, I noticed your watch. You're wearing two watches. And he's like, Yeah, neither one of them are set to the right time though. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Is that funny or just cringy? I can't decide, so I'll give it to him. But Adesanya bugs me. I honestly think I can beat Sean O'Malley at arm wrestling. And I know each of you can. And while I don't think I can beat him in a fight, he fights at 135. Is that right? I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if you're he's right about shit. that. He's is fuck. He's a little guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't. I think it it's 135. Can someone fact check me? Is it 135? I think it. I think no, so. If, if your arm is way bigger it's, and uh, longer, it's it's going to be easier. It's 135. Yeah. And right? he's, he's long. So he's his weight, is he? I don't know. No, no, no. Volkanovsky's your featherweight boy. So he's right below that. He's 135. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and his biceps are about the size of his wrist. 135. Zach checked it for me. And so, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, it, I'm I not usually turned off by little fighters. But uh, for some reason, Sugar, he, like the fact that he has no biceps, no pecs, no dude, quads, dude, no great. anything. His last fight was great. He cleaned that guy's clock. It was so beautiful to see Aljamain get out of there. I'm just tired of him. Uh but but I bet he's strong. I I, I saw like a clip of I saw a clip of a uh a, a, like a mountain climber, rock climber yeah, this. using this. I wish you could see you... his arms a little better. But I mean, yeah, they're little, skinny. He's, a, little yeah, he's a lean lean fella. Mm -hmm. And that I hair mean, is I... typical of, for him. It's always different, yeah. but it's always silly. Um, you know why I liked Al Jermaine Sterling? Uh, you guys, even if you're not UFC fans, you'll remember us talking about this. When he won the fight, I'm sorry, when he won his belt, he won it by getting losing a fight, clearly getting kneed in the head. And then uh, he chose to say, I can't go on, disqualified the other fighter and won the title. Now, that part, mm, like it, it'd be nicer if he won it, like, honestly. But afterwards, the shit he talked, acting like you know, he clearly dominated the fight and that his opponent is scared to face him again. That was hilarious. That was like, there wasn't a better way to handle that social situation. The whole mm -hmm. internet's piling on this guy. Millions of people. You're a paper champ. You're the loser. You don't deserve that title, etc. He and he's just like doubling down. Like that guy doesn't belong in the same planet as me. <laughs> I'm so much better. And I'm like, okay, actually now I like, yeah, it. I wouldn't waste the my way time. I remember it. It's, it's, it's a bit hard to remember fights, like, like mm -hmm. especially the sequence of storylines that are real. But I remember him winning that against Piotr Jan, the Russian champ, bad motherfucker. And then it seemed like in the rematch, I thought he beat Piotr for real. And it yes, was like, yeah, it was real I close, was, though. Maybe not. Did he finish it? And then I remember Piotr fought Sean O'Malley, and it was clear that Piotr had won, but they gave it to O'Malley. And so then O'Malley got to go 
I think fight for the title after that. So it's like O'Malley should have never gotten the title shot. He should he shouldn't have gotten it to begin with because he lost that fucking oh, fight. So yes, you're good. right. You're right. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't I, I get, close. You said it right, it, but I listened to it. Yeah, wrong. real real upsetting stuff. But um, uh, <laughs> the you're about to have three white champs, and it's possible that the whites clean out the whole UFC this year. You know, if Stipe Colby. Uh, comes in, uh, Colby comes in, um, then you've got a white UFC. I think. <laughs> Who's the one seventy pound champ right now? I used to always know this. Um, is it Leon? They haven't. Oh, Leon Edwards, long. or did it's he not. just lose? I don't know. Who did he lose to? I'm at a loss. But Colby hasn't fought in a a year and a half now. I know that. Leon. It's, it's Leon. Leon. It is Leon. Leon. Okay. Okay. That guy. Yeah, hasn't but Leon fought, hasn't fought in six fought. or eight months himself. It's a really inactive division. Uh, like Kamara Usman should be chomping at somebody's heels by now, but uh, that's that's probably enough USC. Anyway, oh wait, but it's not, it's not fighting. It, it wasn't. It's not about Strickland. But there was one uh, clip that made me laugh when right. there was that that six foot seven giant Russian guy was mm-hmm. fighting the other guy, and he won with some I guess rare choke and Ezekiel, Ezekiel. choke where he was. Mm-hmm. Just and and the way this was, it was like a six foot seven guy who was much leaner, and then the other guy was like six feet tall. So an enormous difference in size there. And so when this big giant Russian guy was on top of his opponent, like choking him, like you can, his back's so big you can like barely see the guy. And one of the announcers, one of the announcers is female, and one of the announce the male announcers goes like, "Man, can you just imagine a guy that size on top of you?" And she goes, "Hmm." <laughs> and like me and my buddy i'm like did she just like like that's hilarious dude she was terrific she laughed at that and then later on she's like hyping up sean o'malley i think it was right after the win and she's like he's walking forward that's a man no no he walked forward and he won it and he fought like a man and i was like that's awesome i I saw people wanting her to replace joe Yes. I don't want that. I want oh, her I to do. replace DC. Get DC out of there. Oh, I, I thought DC, DC was better without Joe. Joe fucking sucks shit now. Joe Rogan is the worst. I used to hate I'm when Joe Rogan missed a show. I've wanted Joe Rogan on every show. He was the best there is. He would sit there and explain to you what's going on. Now he's the most insincere, cock-sucking, shitball, biased commentator in all of the UFC. And he just starts podcasting like he's doing a fight companion during the event. Get to work, you fuck shit. You're supposed to be commentating on this fight. He and DC, when they're next to each other, just start riffing and talking about other shit. And if I see one more insincere knockout reaction where the two of them start hugging each other and get blown back or whatever, enough. You did it once, the internet broke. It was fantastic. Now you do it every fucking knockout because it's part of your bullshit show. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. You are terrible at your job now. Get your shit together and talk about the fight or retire. You're not even good at this. You've lost it. That's. I thought he was very well liked as an actor. No, everyone's fucking... Well, a lot of people are done with Rogan. If you go to Reddit... Rogan gets blasted like I just did all oh, the well, time. Yeah, on which one on though? Reddit. The fighter and the kids subreddit? Because if you go there, of course. You, they call uh, him MMA subreddit. <laughs> you call him, they call him Toe? Oh, because yeah, of his you look? Gotta, 
you you got to get on the fighter and the kids subreddit and catch up. <laughs> like like I'm telling you, there's enough there. It's like down the rabbit hole with like a whole mythos. There's a they've got their own codes. They got their own language. It is hard to keep up sometimes. Like I, I read it. I've been on the fighter and the kids subreddit, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's too harsh. And sometimes I'm like, I don't even get it. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, okay. Now I know who the diddler is. Now I know. Like, Leo, I, I, I know the different characters. Is it uh, just a podcast subreddit that's evolved into a, like, a more extreme MMA discussion? No, no it's a podcast subreddit that's evolved to basically commentating on the Rogan universe, mostly about the fighter and the kid, but no. also like it's a subreddit that's devoted to hating Brendan Schaub and all that he is about and trying to destroy his life and mock him in public. Well, and, that's and true, lift up but you're leaving out the diddler, who, you're leaving out Callan, you're leaving out Rogan, you're leaving out who's the guy, Ari? Like they they talk about all these, all the whole like Rogan, you know how Rogan like chooses which comics. Yeah, his like he's ecosystem. Like the, yeah. He's the kingmaker right now. And uh, they talk about his ecosystem. But Kyle's also right. Like they talk about mostly Ben and Traub, but Okay. Yeah, I knew they he was really hated. Hate him. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard him say word one. I feel like Schwab, to me, it's not hated for what he did. It's hated for how he got there. Like, he doesn't really deserve his place as, you know, one of Rogan's princes. He's not funny enough. He wasn't a good enough fighter. He, he's not really remarkable. He's And he's not smart. He's not that clever. But here he is, rich and famous. And I think, he, like, he's the nickelback of comedians. Like, he's just been manufactured and placed there rather than, like, say what you will about Rogan and I just shit on him for 10 minutes. He created all that himself, right? He Rogan's been following his own sure. passions and belief systems for 30 years now, 50 years now. And you have to respect why Rogan is the king, right? He did all that. Mm -hmm. um, but... You can't say that about Brennan Schwab. And I feel like that's why people hate him so much. Not necessarily because he's killing fish in his aquarium or whatever. He's yeah. killing fish? He's yeah, a, a bad fish keeper. Yeah. He's a, he's <laughs> out out of negligence or idiocy? Uh, he, well, he's new at it, but he also doesn't put in the work. Like, in my opinion, I feel like this is what happens when you're rich with ADD and you keep fish, right? Uh -huh. So like, oh, this one's pretty. I'll throw it in. The existing fish eats it in a gulp in five seconds. Did you not like research to see like if mm -hmm. this is an a carnivore fish that eats smaller ones yeah. for a living? Because when you threw in your brand new fish and he lasted one second, Th that is if that's what he's doing. Like, I can't imagine not researching that. Like, yes. Does this fish eat the other fish? Oh, yes. I can't. I can't do that. right. But if two hundred and seventy dollars was a penny to you. Mm. then you might be more inclined to make that mistake. And that, that to me is the genesis of why he's so bad at it. They don't like him because that. he is, um, you know, he cheats on his wife and he's a poser and he, he lies about <clears throat> like everything. Um, yes. and, and his, right. his, I remember when Steve-O asked him about his, his liquor. Cause you know, he's got his own brand of liquor called tiger thick. And it's really funny. He'll bring it on the Joe Rogan show. It's thick with like a bunch of C three C's, Tiger Thick. And Joe, everybody always makes fun of the name. They'll be, they'll taste it and they'll be like, "All right, I mean, yeah, I guess it's okay." But God, I hate the name. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight to his face. And uh, but Steve, I was like, "What? What's it made of?" And he's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> you what know, do you mean what's it made of? I guarantee McGregor has an answer. 
like a, a ready-made oh. answer. Oh, it's uh, yeah. made from this kind oh, of the barley. From the barley in the golden hills of Northern <laughs> yes. Ireland. Only yeah. the blessed. No Protestant may lay foot upon the hill where the barley has been grown. <laughs> like he'd have a thing. The yeah. IRA guard those fields, you know. Like it'd be the most <laughs> Scottish shit you ever heard. Brave oh, soldiers really all. <laughs> down with so the he, he literally will be asked like what's in your whiskey in like that is not a gotcha that's like a that's promote exactly- promote your whiskey real quick and say it's actually made from this that and this and we first tried this and then we realized we can get a smoother finish with this and so we went that direction i don't know about whiskey enough to like say the barleys and whatever sure. other things yeah. but if i had a product that was about whiskey i would fucking learn it so he just doesn't know you know, like, like he's fle- he always flexes with those leased cars he's got. And look, I mean, shit, those leases are expensive. Like, like, don't misunderstand. Like, you've got to be rich to afford those leases. Just, uh, mm-hmm. But still, what what is he lying about mostly? Like, he'll is like obvious stuff. Like, like his RSD career. No, he lies like, about his physical, like, like athletic accomplishments because he had an a, a, a brief football career. I, I can't quote it off the top of my head. Um, I'm, I'm I'm bad with facts today, anyway. But I think he, um, uh, I think he played a little bit of NFL, or maybe he never even started. I but he definitely he played some some D1. college ball, yeah, something. Yeah. And he he will now because of his show and his friends, he'll have like NFL players on his show, like good ones, like not just like anybody. Like, like oh, this guy's good. This guy starts for the fucking Browns or whatever. Yeah. And he'll start talking about his times and his accomplishments and maybe combine numbers. And they'll just kind of look at him like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You're one of us. All right, then. Yeah, Brendan. Yeah. I, I mean, he was like, really? About, your combine numbers are better than mine. Interesting. I'm in the end. One time they were going to do this thing where he had challenged someone else to like a 40-yard dash. Again, like facts. But when it came to race day, he faked an injury, and I think he said he blew both of his quads. Mm-hmm. Which would I which have is... his football career in front of me. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, sure, I do. It's pretty I short. All right. So he transferred to University of Colorado and uh, redshirted and played four years. So like he, you know, he was a real football player. Mm-hmm. And then he was undrafted in the NFL, but he was signed to the Arena Football League, but he was released without making the roster. So that's it. Mm-hmm. He was a D one player, but basically no pro career better than me but you know but he's not happy with being a d1 player he wants to punch it up a bit i guess and my bigger like he'll tell stories like how he like met someone and dominated this interaction and then he'll tell it again and like it's a very different version of it like he did i got the example go please i I got this one devoted to memory he said um he'll be like yeah um Dave Chappelle came up. No, no, no. Um, I'll tell you how I knew I, when I that I was working too much. It was when uh, Floyd Mayweather. He, he came. It was in a restaurant, and he came. Up, I saw him, and you know, I'm thinking I'm not gonna bother Floyd, and he came up to me. It's always the. It's always goes like this. Every one of his stories, where I didn't want to bother that big celebrity, but they came up to me. Can you believe it? That's how big of a deal I am. Every lot. Every one of them starts like this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he says, "Oh, I know you. You that white boy that works too much." Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one says that. No one hmm. says that. And then every time, the next time he tells the story, they'll be like, oh, I know you. You're that ass kicker that tells jokes. Or, oh, I know you. You're that funny guy who kicks ass. It evolves mm-hmm. over I know time you. You played for the Titans. Won two Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the story, the lie changes over time based on his current aspirations and 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 self or sort of mm. esteem. What like like at first it was like you're that tough guy that works too much or whatever, and then mm -hmm. over time it's like ah, you're that funny guy that works too much. It's like like he's not even an ass kicker anymore. Somehow mm -hmm. they forgot he even fought. Now they just know him as a comedian. When in reality. Like you'll see when I see big roasts and not not, not really roasts but panel shows uh, uh, that comedians will do now. Like he's always a punchline. He he'll get dropped as a punchline once a night. Uh, you know the, about his special or or just just referencing Gringo Poppy, which was his special on Sh Showtime. I think it's crazy that like his first thing ever, the first time you ever see any comedy from Brendan Shaw, it's a Showtime special, and that's why people really dug in deep. That's what I was not. Because mm -hmm. it was bad. If it was good, if it was passable, I don't think there'd be any hate. If 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 it was just like, all right, I, look, I didn't hate it. That was that one part. Like this, if you had a hard time hating it, people would have loved him. And like, yeah, they gave him a shot and he hit it. Was it so yeah. bad that like it was like he didn't even try? Um, he was trying real hard, and uh, you know, he's filming this. When you film a special, it's your crowd. They bought tickets, or yeah, they're there to see you. And it's not good. And it's he's clearly not doing well with the crowd. It's bad. It's yeah, one his of own worst. home turf. Like that's I don't know what the what the ratings are, but I you know there's there's ratings for specials. I think it might be the lowest rated of all time. Of course, we're in that generation where people will make something. It you know it'll it'll snowball and feed itself. It's a self perpetuating thing at some point when they're like, oh, can you believe it's almost the worst rated? Oh, and now it is. Yeah, or a crowd of frustrated people will re review bomb. Like that's sure. a thing that happens now. Sure. Um, yeah, it's yeah, rated 1.4 out of 10. <laughs> called You'd be surprised. Not a lot of positive. I thought it was going to be five. I thought it was going to be out of five. And you <laughs> <said> 10. <laughs> Damn, that's terrible. Give it how, would you, how would you get up to record a special and not know ahead of time that, that you weren't good. ready for this? Like, you, how would you not? Have an understanding. You know, I feel like at the time he was kind of on fire. Brandon Schwab didn't start off as super hated. He had the number one sports podcast on iTunes for years. Things just exploded. Rogan launched his career with that talk about how he needed to retire from the UFC, that you'd be surprised conversation. Yes. And then he went from that into comedy, and everyone was like, oh, let's see this. Let's check it out. Mm -hmm. And B, he was learning the craft, but you know we all start somewhere. And I think that a lot of the world felt like that too, but you fast forward three, four years and they're like, Oh, well now I just fucking hate you. You're not better at this. You maybe arguably worse. And stay you in your lane the world of yourself. is the main thing. Like stay in your lane. If you're mm -hmm. not truly passionate and competent at a thing, then don't do it at, at that level. If you want to mm -hmm. do what anyone else would have to do and walk in off the street somewhere on open mic night and, and go up there and do your thing. We everyone would respect the shit out of that, but mm -hmm. you did the opposite of that. You you skipped the line, you skipped the building the line went to. You went to, <laughs> you wrote a limo, passed them, and spat yeah. on uh, on the hardworking people like reading over their type five. And then it, you it's like the first on Showtime. Yeah, like get out it, of here. It's like the first. It's like a comedian using the first hour of aggregate content they ever did. Yeah, like, Let me tell you someone and not did the going same through a bunch of shit. Where it's like, oh, this is bad. This isn't good. A perfect, perfect example, Mike okay. Tyson, who's also mm -hmm. a meat, presumed to be a meathead athlete, former athlete. He did his one-man show, and it is not only inspirational and very funny, yeah. but 
it's a physical performance. He's sweat. He's a little chubby, but at this point, he doesn't. The, the gods of fire have not rekindled his his heart yet. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's fucking like he's a little chubby, and he's sweating, and he's toweling the sweat off, sopping it off. I think he's got one of those little mics. Uh, I don't remember. I, I he, he's definitely yeah. kind of man who should be like a mega church pastor. Dude, it's so right good. It's so good. He tells his life story, the trials and mm -hmm. tribulations, mm -hmm. and someone's ghost written with him. But mm -hmm. goddamn, if he didn't perform it well, to turn it's naturally those little... funny. Yeah, I'm glad you called that out. Like he's ghost written, but I was going to say he hired some professionals to help him get started. All right, cool. Surely, but I felt like he delivered the whole thing with some humility. He didn't go up there and say, "Hey, world." Get ready for me. I am now a peer amongst Rogan and Chappelle and help me out. Louis C.K., yeah. Burr, whoever the Titans are. Yeah. These are my new friends and crowd. And this is what instead it's like. This isn't really my gig. I'm trying something new. Here we go. And then he does a better job than you'd expect. And everyone respects it. Mm -hmm. I heard a great Mike Tyson quote. I'm going to mess it up. But uh, someone asked him, uh, you know, Mike, people love you. I bet you walk down the street and. All day, people are like really friendly to you and cordial because you are a you know intimidating guy too. I bet everyone isn't nice. I bet some people are mean. Some people say things you don't like or they try to get under your skin. Like, what do you what do you do? He's like he's like well, some days I remember I'm the world champ. I was the world champion and I, I remember all the things that I've done. And it really hurts me. And it gets under my skin. And it tears me down. But then I just remember I'm nothing. I'm just a piece of shit. And nobody's better than anybody else in this world. And it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> right? Is that what? I'm just a piece of crazy, shit. Is that what he's thinking under all that? Like, like is he really yeah. inside philosophizing? <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, he's like a little black Buddha over there after all. <laughs> like, like, what is going on? Not little and at all. He, God, he's easy to, man. to like. Like, he's funny. He's goofy. Like, he's <laughs> he talks in a unique way. Like, yeah. it's easy to pay attention to Tyson. This other guy, like, I've never even, I've never heard a word of him. I couldn't recognize Brennan him. You know the whole, yeah. I love the mm. pigeon shit. You know, he's still got those pigeons. His first fight still was over that? a pigeon. Yeah, his first fight ever was a, over a pigeon. Kid killed his he, pigeon. He, he beat the keeps shit out and of pain pigeons. Yeah. Really? He, um, yeah, he's yes. passionate about it. And, and it, I've heard him talk about it. You instantly recognize that he's not a pigeon poser. Yeah. Like he's talking <laughs> things about pigeons that I didn't know. I had no idea the breeds, what he likes about pigeons, how like behavioral observations he's made. It's a lot better than like, you know, I've never seen a baby pigeon. Oh yeah. To come to think of it. That's the one thing yeah. everyone knows about pigeons. You haven't seen babies. Not Tyson. When he, when he was real. broke, when my, when Tyson was broke and he couldn't afford to do so, he was given those, the, the pigeons have these feeders where you can take a, a bottle and upend it into the top of it. And the bottle sits there and acts as the feeder. All Fiji waters, all brand new Fiji waters that he's fucking cracking open brand new and turning open. There, that was $3 <laughs> water pigeons. in 2002. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That was $3 water when $3 was $3. <laughs> he loves his pigeons. He, you're right. He's not um, a poser. He, but he was, he was like, I can't afford to do that, you know, but nothing but the best for my pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Mike Tyson a lot. And remember when he roughed that dude up on the plane, fucking boxed his ass up, came back over the seat. Yeah. Really? He fought someone like on the plane? Asking for it. He assaulted a man who, who needed yeah. it on a plane. I yeah. thought they yeah. like, threw you in prison for, for fucking around on planes now. They didn't do shit. Yeah, they yeah, video of it everything. For Tyson. He would have it's beat the shit out of the whole TSA lineup. Yeah. I swear <laughs> no to God, chance. it's different rules for Tyson. 
Because if the cops show up, they're going to be Tyson fans. They're like, what? damn, what did he do? Really? The other guy, you're, are you are you telling me the other guy started it and antagonized Mr. Tyson? Yeah. Well, open and shut case, boys. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was bleeding from Sorry the Sorry to bother you, Mr. Tyson. <laughs> champ. <laughs> champ. Sorry, champ. Your hand okay? Your, your hand okay, champ? Yeah, you're looking good. Yeah. <laughs> guy's bleeding out of his eyes. Like, Tyson, how's the hand? Whole side of that guy's head was bleeding. And uh, the, the guy's like, shouldn't have fucked with him, huh? And the guy's like, no! <laughs> I think I clearly recognized he made a mistake. Oh, Kyle, did you see that fight where the guy was getting beaten in a parking lot recently? Uh, if it helps, a black guy was beating a white guy. And then the white guy's girlfriend or parent girlfriend tried to save him. The black mm -hmm. guy picked her up with one arm manages to spin her around, drop her on her head, knocks her out cold, and then he goes back to the white guy and just continues to beat him down. Did you see it, Kyle? Can you he tell didn't him better? knock her out. He Jeez. didn't knock her out cold. He he broke her neck and killed her. No, no. He broke her uh, collarbone and ripped something else. I read about it. Mine's the, better. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the I guy saw a different story where my thing happened. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, And the guy that he was hitting, you have to it's hard to watch. So they're filming it from like what looked like maybe a fourth story apartment, maybe third and a hundred feet away. And you can hear these punches land. Like he's just softening meat or something. Just pow, pow, punching him in the face. And uh, the backstory is they had words at a bar. So the back, like I followed him back to his place and beat him up in the parking lot when he was going home. And he's like, talk now. Ninja, we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> talk now, ninja, ninja. Talk now, ninja. And uh, uh, the guy obviously is not talking. He's out cold, and he's continuing mm -hmm. to just beat on the head of this unconscious man. Uh, the report was his skull was mush. He broke every bone in his skull with his hands. Is he dead? He no. He's they. Um, there was also video of the the medevac like the helicopter ambulance uh taking the guy off and it looks like he's going to survive and um i imagine the white guy takes him for everything he's worth which is dozens if not <laughs> 50s of dollars i don't no, know usually the kind of guy who follows someone back to their apartment loaded mm. a real winner someone who's like mentally with it saying mm. i had it why don't they they should it, i feel like when so you the black guy's in jail now hopefully right I didn't see that report, but it's well, my expectation. Yeah. That would be, you know, that would make sense, hopefully. It got a lot of attention on the internet, and the guy was really hurt. So I, I imagine the black guy's going to go to prison for a long time. Hopefully. Yeah, he shouldn't see. follow people home and beat them and their girlfriend up. We don't know what he did. He nearly killed him, and he broke her collarbone, and I forget what. She ripped or tore a muscle in her shoulder ligament i don't know we still don't know what he said though is all uh, that's my point mm -hmm. we don't, we don't yeah, maybe it was worthy of a near-death experience i bet there's some shit you could say to woody and he'd follow you home and he'd beat your face break every it's bone in different your face when i do cripple it. your girlfriend too all right we all know Woody's like and those were crippling words <laughs> and those were firearm words but if you take me for everything i'm worth it's gonna help yeah, well, that's why you got. It's more you got too much money. to lose, like <laughs> to be uh, fucking around with someone after a bar. Yeah, that's fucked yeah. up. I, I haven't it, seen that clip, but it sounds abhorrent. It's, pretty it's rough. a rough one. Yeah, yeah. I mostly watch the police activity stuff. I like the mm. shootings a lot. 
Uh, I don't I, like I seeing like people when... get the shit kicked out of them when they're already out. It is hard to watch, like, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like that, that either. I feel like that should be used in court, and it's like this person is clearly not capable of restraining Unless themselves it's in a any bad way. Guy. Lifetime in prison forever. You can't be allowed right. to exist with the normal people. I'm sorry. Sorry. Right, right. Unless he's like, you know, a dad getting revenge for his sexually assaulted child or something. Yeah, that's always if that was the case, we'd know. Like, oh, that's, that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> because that, I there was a story years ago where this like fucking pervert in a trailer park it was like trying to talk to children. And apparently the dad of these kids, another big burly, you know, trailer park guy had told him to get away multiple times and this dude came back again and was like flirting with the child at in their side yard near the trailer and the dad beat him like almost to death and mm. the result was like well he molested your kid and was trying to you're not in trouble for this the same as that like airport think we won't find you nine dollars if you do it again <laughs> yeah no we're giving you the key to the city <laughs> for ridding this filth from the street mm. or that guy who's the, the classic clip of the the molester being marched through the airport and the guy's pretending to be on the phone and he just turns around and shoots him in the head. Mm. Why Gary? Why Gary? Doing that. And then like, they just let him go as they should, as they should. Was it Texas by chance? Uh, It was probably somewhere like that. I feel like Texas is better at that. They're like, yeah, an airport. Your honor, like they I plead, had it coming. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> and, the, and they'd be like, "Jury, are any of you going to fight back on this?" And they're like, "No, no, this is great. Yeah. We'd like to give him a sash." It's a very good shot he made. If you watch it, he shot under his arm. Okay. He he took the pistol and shot under the other arm. Like like there's, no, it's not this where you're aiming and pointing. He could have like fired in like a, a sneaky way because he's pretending like he's having a phone call and one tapped the guy from. A good twelve feet, maybe, and then like drops the gun, and like it's so perfect that the cops mm-hmm. escorting the scumbag know this guy by sight, and they can, and they can be like, "Oh, it's Gary, <laughs> 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 Gary, what are you? Ah, oh, damn it, Gary, yeah, <laughs> you son of a gun, it. get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> you silly, sorry sucker." Uh, you yeah. need to go. That's that. That guy was great. Gary was a real a real hero there. But he it doesn't does, sound yeah, like this parking lot something. incident was a revenge for a, a child molestation. Sounds no. like no, no. People it, were it, were fighting over like, nah, the Jets suck. <laughs> nah, the Browns suck. I, Can we talk about EDP getting caught again? By the way, like again? No, when? Dude, recently. And the guy that shook. That's when uh, one of the to catch a predator guys. They're mean now. They're not like Chris Hansen. They're, they're you know they attack you now. Uh, mm-hmm. what was he dressed up as? Like he came to, he's there being like, "We got you again, EDP, you pedophile son of a bitch," and he's dressed up as a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if in the texts they had been like, you know, I'll bring you some cupcakes, and like mm-hmm. you know the guys just, but the the catch a predator guy is dressed up in a gigantic cake cupcake <laughs> outfit costume thing. And their EDP is again caught with text messages, you know, being a fucking pedophile. Clearly, <laughs> EDP man, a thirteen-year-old again. Yeah, like the third time. He needs to just stop. That's great you advice. Think? Is that all right? Hang on. 
Woody's going on record here, boys. <laughs> Woody, Woody thinks EDP needs to stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not always this stupid. But... <laughs> Woody gives that behavior two thumbs down. Let's he circle back. Woody, would you, what would you say? What would you say? That was more broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> that <this> all out. <laughs> Speaking of your chicken and broccoli, yeah, they, they probably need to lock him up. Fine advice, by the way. I love chicken and broccoli. Um, our boy. Someone sent me a clip of uh, Blade recently. He, he he hasn't turned to the chicken and broccoli yet. That's all I'm going to say. Man. You know, I, I don't... Time does a job on all of us. He's aging. What, we haven't? Yes. Everybody <laughs> ages. I, I love he's... that take. Like when someone looks really bad, you're like, everyone gets older. Everyone. <laughs> no one's escaped. Woody, meanwhile, like 50, looks 10 years younger than this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oof. Yeah, he's in a, he's in a rough spot. Jesus. Yeah, he is. Oh, he oh, yeah. gets it under control. I figured out what was wrong with my toe. It's called a seed corn, it's like a corn okay. that's like inside. And you and I actually did the right thing when I described how I removed it. Um, Vavity, who has medical expertise, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. was like, "Oh, I heard what you said." And he like wrote me this long message. This whole basically said, "You did the wrong thing. I can't believe you did that. You're supposed to do this, that, and the other." When I finally self-diagnosed, as I always do. Yeah. and realized it was a seed corn because it definitely is like i narrowed it down uh i i, I google seed corn removal they did exactly what i did what i reasoned to be the right thing is the prescribed medical treatment what did you they do so you soak it in uh, hot water and then you take a razor blade and you shave the callus down because it's a it's a circular corn it's like a hole in the in a callus that and and there's this tough corn material inside that hole that's made of keratin. And mm -hmm. you, so first you shave down the callus until it's exposed and then you literally dig it out and it's really tough and Is hard to get out. Very, very painful <laughs> getting out. I thought you were going to say would, no. I actually expected like, yeah, a actually. solid, a solid seven out of 10 at points. Like, like it's, it's okay. real painful. Uh, and it's like sort of, I wish I could describe the consistency. You know how bubble gum, when it's dry and you're pulling it apart, it sort of tears and stretches? Yeah. Like, like three times tougher than that, though. Like three times tougher than the toughest bubble gum. And so, like, it's like <laughs> ripping this corn apart. When, and I'm thinking, like, I wish I had microscopic needle nose pliers so I could really just fucking grab this thing. But I eventually, like, dug every, all of it out of there. But it le it, le it leaves, like, a hole. Is there a lot toe. of blood? Just pitch this. No blood, because you're if not I going below the wait, actual there's i'm left with this pink healthy skin at the bottom of like a hole in the callus <clears throat> let me just what if this was our reality because i think i'm pretty close for 125 dollars, you can go to a dermatologist they'll look at it diagnose it correctly right and you probably did this also but they, they definitely will get it right Nailed it. and then they'll treat it on the spot with painkillers that's you won't even feel it no, they they'll remove that. it so completely that we're confident it won't come back and they'll give you some you know a little post-treatment care and a sheet on how to care for it yourself going forward it'll just be see, done see, you of all people should know that youtube has all that information and all that i already took care of that woody i got a little it's like a uh um a uh a hemorrhoid pillow for your toe Okay. It's, it's, oh, it's like, like to a little keep circular it away thing. From yeah, the, uh -huh. yeah. That, that keeps you from putting any pressure on, like where the uh -huh. the, the hole is. So I've got, oh, I got, I got, I got a whole bunch okay. of those. Those slap on there. Keep it clean. Wear a sock. You know. 
How long did it take to like backfill to like a normal level skin area? Oh, it hasn't yet. It hasn't hasn't yet. yet. Has it been like weeks? It grew back this plug of keratin, which I then popped out. And I thought that was really cool. Um, So then I had to re-clean it out again. So now, yeah, we're, you know. I went to the dermatologist yesterday. Really painful. So painful. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go because I was a lifeguard. And every so often you get these scary looking dots that pop up on you. And so anyway, she does her whole thing, inspects me from head to toe. There's one she doesn't like. She hits me with a needle. It couldn't have hurt less. I wasn't. If you ask me what hurt more, the needle or the alcohol swab, I'm not sure. And then after that, you couldn't feel anything at all. It was totally instantly effective. When she was removing the mole or whatever it was, uh, I wasn't sure she had started yet. She had to tell me. And now it's Where was it on your body? uh, Like back of my rib cage, under my arm, behind my armpit, like. You know. I know exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. uh, um, anyway, so she pulled it off and now it's good to go. They're going to biopsy it. I'll get a proper diagnosis as to whether it was cancerous or not. And this is just a nice way to handle healthcare. I know YouTube's pretty cool. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, it's a corn. It's a corn. Like, like when last time I got a mole removed, it was not as nice. An exp- I remember hurting a lot. I remember the needle. He, he, he maybe popped it three times with it's not mm-hmm. Novocaine, whatever, because that's your. I feel like Novocaine is specifically for your mouth. Lidocaine, maybe. Lidocaine? I don't know. Some sort of Whatever, local lidoc- aesthetic. Yeah. More that clean. hurt every time he popped. I was just like, Jesus. Really? Hurts. Maybe, and um, I, where was it? Uh, like, like right here. Like, sort oh. of top of my ribs on my torso. Like, and, uh, it was a nipple. big mole, though. It was, yeah, like, like, like down below where, like, any musculature is. Just top of the mm. ribs. But it really hurt. He was, like, cutting that thing, and I'm just like... I could immediately feel the blood like running down because it's numbed up pretty good by the time he starts cutting, although it did hurt a bit. But but I could just feel the blood just pouring hmm. down my side as he started to cut into me. That one sucked. It was like four stitches. That is a oh. huge mole. Four f- stitches? Yeah. Like, the mole itself didn't look that big. It was like, uh, they must have like taken an eraser, a, a lot of eraser margins. pencil. Okay. Yeah, maybe so. He was so, very old and shaky. He took a shot before we started. So <laughs> <laughs> isn't that for me as the patient? This is not to do with health stuff, but I was at a friend's bachelor party in New Orleans uh, over the oh, past weekend, and we were walking around. Uh, it was pretty fun. Yeah, we uh, went on a little little swamp tour. I got to see a bunch of alligators, and I didn't know there would be so many raccoons out there. There's, Can I a, there's so many raccoons. Yeah. Was the nature of the bachelor party the like raunchy last day single thing or more like laser tag type thing? Uh, it was both. Like okay. it, definitely both. Like he wanted to like go on this gator tour really bad. And honestly, the gator tour was my favorite part of the whole thing. We saw so many alligators because you, you can just feed them. And so they just like all come right up to your boat. They wouldn't let us feed them, but the fucking uh, Cajun guy on the back of the boat was feeding them. And then like we, we pulled into a little alcove thing and like 20 raccoons came up, much smaller raccoons that were clearly eating like a real raccoon diet, not like our trash raccoons who are getting like pizza slices and stuff. And I just didn't expect like, damn, like raccoons in this environment are probably just getting fucked up by alligators all the time and like even when they like came over to look at the the boat and like look for food they're all like head on a swivel like just checking around everywhere but 
So that was cool. That, that might be my favorite part. But we were on Bourbon Street and we were walking around and I, I sent you guys the picture of it because it, it made me laugh so hard. I had to get a photo. So like, I guess if you like rent out certain places, you can like be up on like a balcony of a whole building or something and like throw beads or whatever. Pretty sure the Mardi Gras is like the beads are like a Mardi Gras thing, not just an all the time thing there. And there were like an entire balcony of like three dozen Indian guys all like throwing beads at women down. No one else on. I walked the entire way of Bourbon Street there and back. Not one person had beads other than these Indian guys up there. And I could hear them being like, show me your titties. Show me your titties. You're, you're down there. I throw your beads. Show me your titties. And like, like my friends were already pretty wasted. Jeez, so I had you? to like tell them to stop. I was like, guys, I need a photo of the Indian guys up on this balcony. It was That's so good. In, it was incomprehensibly funny to me at the time. I was also on. A, Did I you make your dreams animals. come true, Taylor? I need to know. No, but a couple of girls did. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Some they participated. I I didn't even get to catch it because like I watched uh. and I saw the beads coming down, and then I turned around, and then I like maybe ten yards later heard like, oh yes, like that kind of like. Uh. like, 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 like I am uh, coming. <laughs> I am coming short on you right now from the titties you're showing me, and it was Jeez, funny just to necessary. imagine. Like Is you, you are going awkward. The Is there a more awkward group of people? Than, than the virgin Indian man and in, like who's like twenty five and wants you to show him fucking boobs and vagine. Dude, these these guys bobs and vagine. Yeah, yeah. Like these guys were like easily like forty, mostly like late thirties, <laughs> early forties. Like they were not kids. Too late like, for that man. Know, it was way mm. too late for that. <laughs> but as a whole, yeah, Bourbon Street smells not good. Uh, hmm. I didn't like that. I did not realize how many underage clearly underage people are just trashed really like i was walking into like we went into a bar poking around we would go in and out looking around different places kind of kind of sightseeing and like we were all waiting in line at the bar and i'm talking to my buddy and we're you know 32 33 and so not super old but we're all like there's no way that girl is older than 17 right there like like not even these kids couldn't vote much less drink <laughs> and it was it was unreal like i thought they'd have a little bit of of tact there but no, Man, they show just me your moped shit. license yeah show me yeah. that like <laughs> have you, you, have, you don't even have high school graduation majors yet are you sure you just don't know what a 21 year old looks like anymore no i definitely do um, <laughs> 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 oh and these girls were like 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 16 17 some of them looked it was like i don't know if you could have driven here is your dad here did your dad bring <laughs> you here? dropped you off here <laughs> dude, one of, it was funny at the end of it one of my friends who has a daughter he was like dude i never thought i would be this guy but like and his like daughter's like a young you know baby right, he's like if something. my yeah like one or two and he's like if my daughter you know 17 years from now wants to go to bourbon street i am shutting that right down like if you're you're not getting any money i'm shutting you i'm pulling you out of i'm not gonna pay for your school anymore because my god after being here i would not let my little baby come here with these animals and like, <laughs> no more yeah. drinks for you dad that's yeah. uh, <laughs> dude i was that, that same guy right, Jerry, calm down. <laughs> so, hope's 24 now i think but um when she was headed to college I was like, you know, I'm paying for school. I'm paying for your car. I'm paying for your parking. I'm freaking sorry. Like everything you do not even ask. 
for spring break money? The answer is no. If you so much as express a desire to go to spring break, we're pulling that other shit away. It's a no-no. It's a hard no. You will get negative money. You will have less than you would if you didn't ask. I'll take yeah. what you have. Dude, yeah, the older, I'll come the older get it. I, get. I know where you keep it. <laughs> like, it's so funny, like, going from she clutches a, years like a ago. jar of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> going from years ago where i'd be like god parents are lame and then now like seeing people say that i'm like yeah, well you have to you, you can't you can't allow yeah. them to be around these the, the, these people i'll be Just on their trash. side so many times like, I, they're, they're like can you believe that it, it'll be like uh insane parents or something like that crazy parent text or some shit some subreddit like can you believe they took my phone and like they're not gonna let me go to this and it's like yeah yeah, that's 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 probably that's a good idea. It's yeah. a good idea it's for your own like, good. Like, any kind of guidance whatsoever is seen as uh, just just I don't know some child abuse. I guess that's my favorite that my favorite Sean Strickland line. He talks about he's like he's like how his father oh, abused God. him and was drunk. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like more people need to be like just beaten as a child and, and abused yeah. as a child. More people he's need like, alcoholic beatings. <laughs> he, he said, "I just I, he's like." I just want to thank childhood trauma <laughs> and repressed <laughs> memories because that's what got me this belt. <laughs> that's he what I broke needed his belt. to get Did here. You see it? He already broke the belt. He's he, he, duct taped like, it. Don't worry, I got this. Pulls up the duct tape <laughs> and tapes up because you've got the big gold octagon in the center, mm. and on the side there's two smaller badges of of some kind that are gold as well. One of them's like coming off. Yeah. <laughs> I hope uh, that piece of tape is in like every press appearance. They won't or... allow that. They won't allow that. There's oh, no right. way. Like, I do don't disagree with you, but uh, I still want it. Do they get the, their own belt? Like when when they lose the belt for real, they get to keep one, right? They yeah. get a new belt every time they win. And uh an additional in, belt. That is a better defense. System. That's yeah. cool. Uh one of the big wigs at UFC guys, Scott Coker, whatever his name is, was there when Sean was doing his press conference. And he got that belt and started talking about how he can give a shit about it. He's like, how much does these cost in case I want to sell it? And they're, <laughs> they're like, $1,700 on UFC.com. And he's like, that's cheap as fuck. What a whore they make me. What a whore <laughs> I am. $1,700, I should have just bought one. I went through all this work. And there's Scott Coker goes, that's enough. All right, folks. Yeah, thanks to Sean Strickland, middleweight champion of the world. <laughs> he's great. Mic. Yeah, they yeah. give you a new belt every time. And I think... I don't know how the flags work exactly. So the big centerpiece yeah. has like flags around it. And I don't know if there's a new flag for like every defeated opponent. Like I killed a Brazilian, a, a freaking Chinaman and Australian. Yeah. Got to collect them all. Or if it's every champion from that location. Kyle, you seem to know. What What I heard them say once, and I've never seen a close up to verify, mm -hmm. was that every title defense, they put another gemstone on on your belt. Um, and so you would have one belt that had, was like covered up with gemstones. If you're like Amanda Nunez or something like that, I, I would imagine, but I've never seen a close up of it, like covered with emeralds or anything. So I don't know. I had a, uh, I had the opportunity to, you know, how on bachelor parties, sometimes it's like multiple groups of friends of the person. And so yeah, you yeah. like are meeting new. So like my core group of friends with the guy, they all knew about me with, with they'd seen me eat crab before and i made a big thing about like we're we're getting we're getting seafood at every meal if i have any say <laughs> and like we went to this place that had like giant buckets of crab and i had to special order because it was like 
oh, you can get this and then crawfish and then th- and then andouille sausage. And I was like, I want f- four orders of the crab. And also I want andouille sausage too, because I wanted that. And, Those potatoes. And I, yeah, my friend who's keto, he was like, you can have my potatoes and my corn. And I'm like, we're in the mix Ooh. now, brother. And so like, <laughs> like they were leading up. They're like, you guys haven't seen Taylor eat crab before. It's like watching, <laughs> it's like watching someone, like it's, it's unreal. And they were like, ah, ha ha ha. And like I started eating it. I like one guy was like, this is unreal. Like how <laughs> he, he was like, this is unreal. Like he was like two legs in and I'm like, you're breaking it the wrong way. You go small side to long side. So you pull the tendons out so you can get a better pull on your meat. And he's like, okay, okay. And then he'd like <laughs> look down and like do that for a bit. And he's like, how are you? How have you eaten? How much did you get? And I got, I got four pounds Four four pounds. <laughs> I thought you said four clusters. No, they come by the pounds. So I got four pounds. And I, I, I finished my dinner at the same time as the rest of the group. It was, I was like a, the sunny thing, like a mantis, just, <laughs> just feasting like a mantis. It was so much fun. I love like that and the gator tour. Really, the crab might edge it out. Like it was great because I got that extra spicy Cajun seasoning all over Ooh. it. It was, it was such a good evening. I was so. I, 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 I understand your I love to of blow crab, some minds. but, but every time I'm. The only thing I like when I'm by the Gulf Coast is that fucking amazing uh, food, and, and not specifically the crab, but like all that, all that like Cajun yeah. shit, that, like etouffee, which I'd never had yeah. that. I didn't just know. the rice and beans. Yeah. I could eat so much of the rice and beans um, with like like the, the all the shrimp, like shrimp and grits, all the fried green tomatoes. Yeah. I don't even know. If, I always have that when I'm there. I don't know if that's Cajun or not. I love fried green tomatoes with that. Uh, I do too. My grandma you dip it in remoulade sauce, which sounds Cajun. So I'm I'm gonna write that off as Cajun yeah. food. Dude, the food there was incredible. Like every single. Have you meal been to New actually. Orleans before? I haven't. No, I, I'd never gone. This How is the far is it for you? Uh, well, I'm from the Midwest, so me and a friend drove <laughs> nine yeah. hours, no, eight and a half hours, oh. which is like so. Not it's much not that for, close. Well, yeah. you've you've explained Midwest. to us that Midwesterners like eat 10 hour drives for breakfast but yeah. it's it's here, like eight hard. hours is what it takes for for me to get to florida so traditionally anytime i felt like you want to go on vacation how about you feel like orlando everybody all right get in the car because it's eight hours away let's just go yeah that it's not bad sense. eight hours ain't bad you wake no, it's up mostly straight like you're just sitting there chatting yeah. with friends pretty easy it's 10 hours for me Lies to go to fun. orlando and i consider it a a task you know it's a thing There's, there's oh, you know the area that was with better than uh, driving. Like, like four hours is nothing to me. Four hours yeah. is nothing. Five hours yeah. is a serious commitment. I'll do um <laughs> one of my favorite places to go dirt biking is three and a half hours. So that's seven. In addition to the dirt biking itself, that's a mm. lot of driving. Yeah, you got to get early for that stuff. If I just I went to Colorado. Went there, we drove from Colorado to Raleigh. No, Utah to Raleigh without a break. Well, you know, without a night. You know, we that's, just kept going. We there are two drivers, and we just kept going. Yeah, we, that's uh, a big... I, when I was trying to throw the government off my trail and mm. go smoke weed with Chiz, um, I landed mm-hmm. in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and rented this convertible Mustang, real sweet Mustang, and then I drove it to Denver. So six ABQ owner. to Denver. Off the top of my head, it maybe five, As six, a seven rental. hours. <laughs> um, no what, cylinder. What oh, six cylinder the Mustang. I it was think a I got the reference. four cylinder. I think I got okay. the four cylinder. <laughs> like, right. like, no, no. I, I think I got. I, maybe he had the EcoBoost, so maybe maybe that's what I had. Whatever I had was not the V8, and yet 
I was really impressed by how fast it was. I that was kind of the highlight of the yeah. um the the drive up there you was drive me a texting. Car. Yeah, but uh, my car's got like 450 horsepower or something. That car again it was a four cylinder or something, and it felt fast. It was it, moreover it was a convertible, which I left the top down and drove through the New Mexico desert all the way up through the mountains of Colorado. So it was be- a really nice drive. I like driving by myself. I, I do it a lot. Yeah. I was just calling out, you're not coming from a Toyota Corolla and feel like, it oh, was yeah, really fair. fast. No, he's yeah. coming from a Camaro. So if he says it's fast, probably Yeah, is. I was impressed by how fast, and I bet it got good uh, fuel mileage, like way better than my shit. Mm. Way better than a V8 would. <sighs> well, I know it's time to wrap. I beat Doom Eternal. Oh, I, congratulations. Uh, during the process. Text, yeah, <laughs> like, <you're> like Fuck <laughs> it, this fucking level. <laughs> oh, dude, so that. There is a level. There's a thing called a buff totem or something. And Mm -hmm. I, the monsters just kept spawning in and spawning in and spawning in. And sometimes I'd be alive for like 45, 60 minutes. And it just, it was like trying to beat Nazi zombies. Like they just kept spawning in, spawning in. And I'm like, what the? Fuck! I, like I, I this is the best I can do, and <laughs> I still it, but it's never done, <laughs> right? And I just kept going, and I, I gathered that I probably had to destroy this buff totem. I dropped like seventy grenades on it, emptied my bazooka, shot it with every gun I have. And I'm like, this fucking thing won't blow up. I don't know. I thought there's like a shield-looking thing around it, like just cosmetically. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe I need to beat so many waves of bad guys before it's eligible to be broken. It turns out it's one punch. You punch it once. <laughs> 70 grenades have no impact. Your freaking bazooka empty it 16 times. No impact. One punch and it's done. And I beat the level, but I didn't know. That's going to so be frustrating. You, you beat the game. You went, you went to heaven, jumped around and did all that crazy stuff. Came back, beat the giant mega monster. Mm-hmm. Have you played the DLC though? No. Is it good? I found it to be even harder than the base game because I it, play on. I don't play on the hardest difficulty, but I play one level below that, and it was getting too hard so, for me. Can I interrupt? And, uh, and uh, yeah, there's six levels of difficulty, but there's kind of four because the top two are like insane. Hurt me, daddy. Ultra nightmare. Hurt me, daddy. Mm-hmm. When you say you're second from the top, are you five? Three. I would have to see it to oh, tell okay. you. I just, okay. I just know that. So there's one level where I think if you die, the game's like fucking over or something. I don't do that shit. So I just mm-hmm. ignore that as a level because I feel like that's some sort of bonus challenge shit. I think you got to beat the game to even unlock it. I think that's the case. Like whatever levels are mm-hmm. available to you when you have when you crack the game open, the one below the hardest one of that that doesn't involve dying once in the game being fucking over, which I think is a thing. Like Ultra I Nightmare, so I think is like that. I, I've never done anything like that. The closest to that is I'm about to play Baldur's Gate on the hardest difficulty solo, like with one character, and you. Tr- so you, it'll be four times harder than the hardest difficulty, kind of. But there's ways to, you know, play it differently because I'm obviously not going to just run out in the middle of the field against four times as many enemies. I'll I'm going to get Starfield again. I played second from the bottom, the difficulty. This is not the easiest one, but one above that. When I started, I was bad. Like, I felt like I just wasn't moving well. If you don't know Doom listeners, there's a whole lot of, like, jumping and flying through the air and hitting people on the move. And uh, my movements were just poor. I kept getting myself stuck in corners to make, like, a Nazi zombie comparison. And uh, it w- 
My aim was average at best, and my movement was clearly below average. By the time I finished the game, I think I advanced to average. But I, I, don't, I watch people play on YouTube like to get clues and stuff, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my. So that's what you're supposed to be doing? You know, I like was the, about to say. Yeah. When you see someone play a game, because uh, if you some games don't don't you know, you just don't watch the footage because you don't care. It's not that it's not a spectating kind of game. But then when you see how it's actually played by good players, like oh, that's nothing like what I'm doing. I it, it's like learning how to use the paddle in the boat for the first time, and you've just been using your hands. You're like you know, <laughs> it, it's like shit. I've been using my hands the whole time. Give me that paddle, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, and all of a There's sudden a- everything's a lot easier. There's a shotgun with a meat hook, so it turns a chain out, and then it pulls you to the bad guy. And then when you get there, you hit him with your big punch. It's called a... I forget what it's called. Super punch of some sort. And um, so I was using it like that. Oh, yeah, come here, pal, hit him. Then I watch an expert play. He's using this chain as a mode of transportation. He's grabbing things in the air, sky hooking, flying across the map, rat-a-tat-tatting people before he lands. And I'm like, oh, we're hardly playing the same game. I, I thought I was supposed to go to the monster. You're using it to fly? That I, People uh, barely touch the ground. I, I, I try to barely touch the ground. I never stop moving. And I, cha- I, I try to get into a groove with the music because that helps me. Because the music's <laughs> always so good. It's like, and I'm just like, all right. It's very high energy. It, so so it's, mm. it, the beat's like every three quarters of a second. So I'm like changing, I'm like fucking space bar, change weapons every single fucking time. I'm like just machine gun, rocket launcher, fucking laser beam gun, fucking snipe you over there. It's, you get into a groove, especially if I'm good and stoned. It's such a, it feels good when you That's- slide in, punch a thing and it breaks. Snipe a guy way the fuck away. Machine gun the all these little things close to you. Flamethrower that guy to get the combo. Chainsaw him in half more ammo. Rocket launcher locked onto all of you. Beep, 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 beep. And then you just keep going and back to the machine gun. But this time I'm going to lock on. And, and you just keep this flow going where you never stop moving and you never stop shooting. And they, they never stop dying. It's really satisfying. Kyle's right. And, and another gap between me and a great player is the way they change weapons. So... I would hold a weapon and pretty much use it until it ran out of ammo, then maybe switch weapons because I don't have that mm-hmm. ammo. Towards the end, I got better at this. But what good players do is they like they use the weapon and then like they say the double barrel shotgun. Every time you fire it, it sort of cracks open, he puts in shells, and then it's ready again. They don't wait for that. They shoot it and change weapons. And then when they bring it out again, it's been reloaded magically. So they're like never waiting for the reload. There's one thing that's kind of like a crossbow, but it shoots a laser beam. And same sort of deal. Yeah. It takes a second to reload. Top players never watch it reload. I'm con- I'm like, all right, now I have to manage to like evade for a second and a half, three seconds. These guys don't evade. They just break out something different and shoot with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's- um, the DLC is real fun. It is harder. Um mm. But you know, it's more it's more good fucking shit. You know, it's a fun game. I love that game. Uh, it's it's good, all, and it got me a little. Starfield is going to be a big off. deal, I think. Uh, it's it's int- I saw people mad about the pronouns, but it's like, dude, they're just giving you fucking options. You know, like like as, as long as the game. quests are fun, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I don't give a shit. But it's if a it falls into game. like a Skyrim style, like rinse and repeat, hopefully, hopefully, there's a little more variety it'll it's gonna be fallout in space 100 percent. i haven't looked into it but i promise you but it's Bethesda not out made, no it's, it's out. out yeah yeah i yeah. just haven't yeah. played it yet 
I'm I haven't played it because I'm still just absorbed in Baldur's Gate and loving it so much. I'm on my second playthrough, um, and mo I'm modding it now too, which is just a blast. Uh, there, there's a really sexy uh, blue chick that I've been wanting to fuck, but she's evil. But if you That's do okay. evil things, if you do evil things for her in the beginning of the game, she realizes they the error of her ways later on, and yet all those people are still dead. I wanted to avoid that, so I made a mod where I just knock her out, put her in a box. She wakes up when we get to the second act of the game. Now she's my buddy. Now we get sixty nine. I'm glad Brilliant. you're you're really yeah. exploring. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to eat that pussy. I I wish you the best. I yeah, wish her the best too. All right, PK. I'm sorry, PKN four seventy three. Rap. Yeah. All 